everyone. Welcome to Stop and See the Roses. I'm your host, Jennifer Madsen, and I take us on adventures in art to expand your mind and delight your soul. And in my case, the last couple of weeks, also to aggravate my soul to some degree, I was recovering from artist block the last couple of weeks, which I did, by the way, by painting more but without attachment to any particular outcome. I just needed to push through. But while I was doing that, I ran into a different block. Though I'm not sure block is exactly the right word for it. It was more like confusion or just not knowing about why particular paintings of mine weren't shining the way I wanted them to. You know, I would see examples of other people's work and wonder why their colors seemed so much brighter and more interesting. The good news is I was able to spend several days with my mom this past weekend, who is a painter, has been as long as I can remember, mostly in acrylics, some oils, and she has this wonderful Americana style of painting. She does still life, landscapes, animals, figures, and she's painted prolifically for decades and also sold some of her work. So I asked her while she was here at my condo slash studio to look at some of these paintings and and give me some feedback on what was missing. What she told me and then what I dove further into could not have been more frustrating and enlightening at the same time if I had planned it that way. So I presented this painting and I said, Mom, I just I don't get what's like not working. And she said, well, when you think about the color wheel, I wanted to say, wait a minute, hold up, stop right there. If you tell me this whole thing comes down to that stupid wheel that I didn't think I really needed anyway, because, you know, that's too elementary. Or maybe it's just one of those tools that artists kind of mention but don't necessarily rely on. But there she was telling me the fundamentals of this color wheel that I had read repeatedly in my learning this last year honestly telling myself I had not paid much attention to because I was spending all my time trying to copy what was in front of me. And yes, of course, I wanted to put my own style to my painting, my own way of mark making to it. But I was choosing colors that represented what I thought I was seeing on my reference photo or in front of me outside. And sometimes that worked. And many, 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 many times it did not. Part of my block in LA, which was a few weeks ago I talked about on the podcast, where I where I went outside to paint my brains out and came back with stuff that I just didn't love. Part of my problem was that I wasn't choosing harmonious colors, but I didn't really know what that meant. Now, what was my particular aversion to this color wheel? Again, I had certainly heard artists talk about it. Hell, I've got two of them. I just didn't know how to use them. And I didn't know how important it was. I didn't really realize, it's going to sound ridiculous maybe, but I didn't realize how much artists rely on it for different choices. And then, of course, when you've been painting for a period of time, I'm sure you get to a point where you understand that wheel like the back of your hands. You've got some things about it memorized and can be a little more fluid with it. And guess what? I am not there. So 
One of the evenings during my mother's visit, while she was off at my brother's house, I took another dive into the internet on the color wheel. And actually, before that, I looked at a book she had brought for me on oil painting that is laid out so basic, not in a bad way, like clear instruction about drawing and composition and all the things I've been hearing about since day one that I haven't paid as close attention to as I might have. I just paid attention to the stuff I felt like and I didn't pay attention to the rest of it because somewhere in my brain, I think I equated it with being too schooled about the whole thing rather than letting loose and being spontaneous and intuitive. And it's fine. I mean, loose and spontaneous is great. There's also a lot to be said for understanding color harmony and what creates discord and why you might want one over the other and how all that works. So I'm looking at this oil painting blog online. And it breaks down a bunch of tips and strategies on the color wheel and what's analogous and triadic and complementary and split complementary and all these things. And then it breaks down even further into fundamentally, if you were going to use one of three color schemes, you would choose these three colors, which by the way, my mother had captured in her own notes in the back of the book, however many decades ago since she got that thing which led me to pull out three new pieces of sanded paper to sketch out primarily the same little rolling hill meadow path composition and work with those three distinctive palette schemes to create three different paintings. Listeners, it was remarkable. It allowed me to go back into two other paintings of my own and look to see what it was about them that I wasn't loving. And sure enough, in this one painting I had done, you know, purple sky, the sunsetty kind of orange band at the bottom, over water, a little landmass, a few little buildings, mostly sky. I realized that because I hadn't been conscious or intentional about the color scheme, it mostly worked, but it wasn't amazing. And what I figured out from this damn color wheel was that if I kept one of the blue-green colors that I loved so much in my major point of interest in that painting that I could use the complementary color across the wheel and be in a yellow-orange, and all of a sudden I had a different orange next to that blue-green, and it popped like nobody's business. I also realized that my blue-violet needed to be a red-violet. So I pulled out one of those. I got into the value structure that needed to happen. All of these artistic rules I've been learning. And by the way, who the heck am I to poo-poo these rules? I'll tell you exactly where that comes from. My resistance to following a process that millions before me have used successfully. Where that comes from me is a couple of places. I believe number one, a persistent belief that I don't really know what I'm doing anyway, and that some of this success that I've had so far is a fluke, that I wasn't born with any talent, that some people just get it, that are they're just geniuses from day one. Turns out most of them have learned the things. Now they have a love for it. They're inspired by it. They are drawn to it. And all of their intentional use of these Uh, rules of space and color and such have resulted in 
extraordinary work. I wasn't born with any particular talent for painting. So let me prove it to you by doing stuff that's kind of good, but not really good. Because people who do the really good stuff are people who were born that way and never had to work with a color wheel. But they all had to learn it somewhere. And so should I. And one of the things I love about me is that I assimilate information very quickly. You give me a basic system and fundamental information, a basic approach from which to grow. And I'll do that as I did with those three small paintings where I chose to use the three color palettes that were in the book and see and appreciate the results. Now, next step for me is going to be to revisit a painting I've already done uh, from Malibu and go through a different process with it. I will choose a color palette for it based on what I'm most intrigued by in the scene to begin with. And then I'll just decide if I'm going to do analogous or complementary or whatever it is that I feel like doing. I'm going to stop trying to guess which color is actually going to work with the other ones. I'm going to actually pull these colors ahead of time. I'm making myself laugh because if you're an artist listening to this podcast, you're probably like, what is this woman doing? How has she managed to sell a single piece of art with half-assed knowledge like this. Turns out there's a whole damn system for creating amazing paintings. A whole system. I think the other reason I've been resisting going all in on the learning is that on some level developing these tools would mean that I'm all in on being a painter rather than simply playing around with it. Because if you're going to get serious about being a painter, you get serious about learning this stuff. You study and apply, just like mastering anything else. You go from unaware to aware. You go from an awareness to an understanding as it applies to your world. Then you go to an experience of it and then on to mastery. I was kind of messing around with understanding and awareness and a little bit of experience, but I was not going all in. And now I'm actually pretty excited because I've gone to several smaller paintings, made some adjustments, and it's made a world of difference. Here's my invitation for you this week. And this is more observation because, you know, we talk here about observation and capturing what you're seeing, creating from it, you know, really understanding what you're making of something and where you want to take it. And observing this tendency about myself that I had dumbed down my own process by not using the tools that were available to me to create beautiful works from the very beginning, I had to go back and look at that, why that was happening. I'm inviting you to look at where that might be true for you either in your art or in your life or your work, your leadership, your relationships? Are you skipping the fundamentals so you can somehow, quote, get to the good stuff, unquote? Now, if I can make the fundamentals as exciting and vital and embrace them to the same degree as every other part of the process, my end result is going to be so powerful, so beautiful, so sparkly. My paintings all the stuff in my life 
will get more sparkly. One of those paintings that I went back in and made some adjustments to once I had gotten an understanding of this color wheel I put up on social media and people went cuckoo for it. Not simply because it's colorful, but because the colors work together. It's a great opportunity. So take a look, take a look at your life and where you might take a step back and revisit some fundamentals, capture that information, put it to use, put it in creation of some better relationship or recipe or painting or music or dance or wherever you turn your creative focus. And thanks for being with me as always. If this is entertaining for you, educational, interesting, please subscribe, share with your friends, leave me some comments. I'd love to know what you're thinking.